0: Please be seated for
1: our Bible readings. The first reading is from Isaiah, chapter 7, verses 10 to 14, and it can be found on page 663. Again, the Lord spoke to Ahaz, saying, Ask a sign of the Lord your God, let it be deep as Sheol, or high as heaven. But Ahaz said, I will not ask, and I will not put the Lord to the test. Then Isaiah said, Hear then, O house of David, is it too little for you to weary mortals that you weary my God also? Therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. Look, the young woman is with child and shall bear a son, and shall name him Emmanuel. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. And the Gospel reading is from Luke, chapter 2, verses 8 to 18, and can be found on page 62 in the Pew Bible. In that region, there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone round them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day, in the city of David, a Saviour, who is the Messiah, the Lord. at what the shepherds told them. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise Praise to you, O Christ.
0: Please be seated and shall we pray together. Lord, may my mouth speak wisdom and the meditation of my heart bring understanding to awaken our hearts, expand our minds, and shape our identity in you today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I'm bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you who is born in this day, in the city of David, a Saviour, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. Three times in Luke's infancy narrative, we read of encounters between angels and human beings. On each occasion, if you were to read them, you would find that the pattern of events is similar. The angel appears. The humans are are terrified at the sight of the messenger of the Lord. So the angel reassures them with words like these or similar, do not be afraid, before then relaying, what the message is that God has for this particular individual. And finally, the angel's message is accompanied by a sign. The first angelic or human encounter Luke records is between a getting-on-in-years priest named Zechariah and his encounter with the angel Gabriel in the temple. When Gabriel informs Zechariah how he will become a father to her son, who we would know as John the Baptist. We read Zechariah was terrified and fear overwhelmed him. To which Gabriel responds to Zechariah with those words, do not be afraid. Then, having told Zechariah the message, we read Zechariah doubted. Me? Really? The text says Zechariah and Elizabeth, his wife, had been praying for years for a child. I guess many this Christmas will know that same prayer. And the angel Gabriel arrives to tell Zechariah that his biggest prayer was going to be answered. And he can't believe what he's hearing. All his hopes and fears answered In this one moment. Yet all those prayers that he'd been praying for so long. Doubts it will happen. Ever had one of those moments with God? Where the biggest prayer you've been praying all your life suddenly is answered. And you can't quite believe it when it appears. Therefore, we read as a sign to Zechariah, the angel Gabriel really was God's messenger and he really knew what he was talking about. Zechariah will be mute, unable to speak until the birth of his son. This sign, like elsewhere in Scripture, when it appears, is significant. Or we may say significant. Zechariah is left speechless in more ways than one. Only able to utter words again, we read, eight days after his son's birth at his circumcision. That's the first encounter. The second angelic human encounter we might be more familiar with, the one when the angel Gabriel appears to a country girl from Nazareth named Mary, informing her that she will be the mother of Jesus Mary too, we read, is much perplexed at meeting the angel Gabriel. And once more, the angel Gabriel says these words, do not be afraid, before bringing the royal announcement to her of how she will be the mother of the Son of the Most High. Then Mary is given a sign, isn't she? She's given a sign that Gabriel was God's messenger. And he knew what he was talking about as she hears her barren elderly relative, Elizabeth. Zechariah's wife is six months pregnant. The sign once more acts as corroborative evidence confirming the angelic encounter and confirming that the angel knew what he was talking about. And off Mary goes to see Elizabeth. And now we reach the third angelic human encounter, The one we heard of the angel of the Lord appearing to the shepherds on the night of our Lord's birth, or so the carol says. Realistically, I wonder, can we assume the angel of the Lord is Gabriel? At meeting him, the shepherds were terrified. The Greek text literally says, feared with a great fear. And after picking themselves up from the ground and also being told not to be afraid, the angels then announces the good news of great joy for all people. How in Bethlehem, a baby has been born to us who is Saviour, Messiah, Lord. Then the shepherds too are given a sign. Some corroborative evidence once more that the angel knew what he was talking about. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in cloth and lying in a manger. We may wonder, what sign is this to the shepherds? It was a sign to the shepherds, a significant one for lowly shepherds, because it told them that this special baby who'd been described as the Saviour, Messiah and Lord was available and accessible to them. He wouldn't be found locked away in a palace, but rather in a peasant's home, wrapped in bands of cloth. Or as the older translations would say, swaddling cloths. The same bands of cloths that shepherds too would have wrapped their own, newly born children. And in a manger the place where animals feed. So familiar to shepherds and animals' feeding trough in a peasant's home. Yet this baby wrapped in bands of cloth lying in an animals' feeding trough would be the saviour, Messiah, Lord, rescuer, special one, God. We don't know as they look down at this baby whether the shepherds saw the significance of his role to be in their own daily actions. Do we? You see, every day, morning and evening, the shepherds would have had a particular task. It's likely that those same shepherds were the ones who selected every morning and every evening A perfect, unblemished lamb or lambs that would have been offered as a sacrifice in the temple to God. And now those same shepherds are the first to gaze at the perfect lamb of God who will take away the sacrifice of the world. What the shepherds did know, we read, is by then going to Bethlehem themselves, they become a sign themselves, a sign of the significance of this baby to Mary and Joseph as their first visitors. The act of confirmation, if you like, of how Mary and Joseph's own dreams from the angel of the Lord, Gabriel, were not some random accident for themselves, but a sign of a much bigger picture of what is to come. I don't know how many of you were there seven years ago. I think it was seven. On one Christmas Eve service. Where in the middle of my particular message one of the window decorations over there set a light. And we had, if you like, our very own burning bush moment for some it caused a bit of angst and for confusion for for some it was a bit of mirth but I've often thought back to that particular burning bush moment sometimes I thought I wish I could have said a a witty one liner at that appropriate moment when words failed me but sometimes I've then reflected was it a moment a burning bush moment where God wanted us to just pause as some sort of sign from God the holy moment when Moses took off his sandals in the presence of the Lord on Mount Horeb you see on that most one of the most famous scenes in the Old Testament If we were to read on a a few verses, we would read how he too was given a sign from the angel of the Lord. Was it Gabriel again? Of the task set before him to lead the people of God out of slavery in Egypt into the promised land. And the angel of the Lord said to Moses, you too will be given a sign. A sign that it really is I, and that I really am God's messenger. For when you have brought the people out of Egypt, you too will worship our God on this mountain. Today's Boxing Day, it perhaps gives us a chance maybe to press pause amidst the frenzy of another Christmas to maybe see a significant holy moment and hear from God his message to us which we so often might and do miss in the words of Elizabeth Barrett Browning earth's cramming with heaven and every common bush afire with God but only he who sees takes off his shoes the rest sit around and pluck blackberries Sometimes I wonder whether this Christmas, amidst all its additional distractions this year, if even seeing the sight of Angel Gabriel in all his splendour, with a message from God for us, would terrify us enough to divert us away from those fears and apprehensions we have. For there is much fear and apprehension. I don't know about you. See it in the eyes. I hear it in the voices. I observe it in the actions. If that is you, whenever you might watch this message, remember the fearful and apprehensive shepherds who heard these words from the angel of the Lord and went to Bethlehem and claimed them for yourself. Do not be afraid. For see, I'm bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Saviour who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. Go and find that baby. And may you see this boxing day, the glory and wonder and significance of the message from the angel of the Lord to the shepherds. You see, within this climate of so much fear and apprehension, Christmas enters, streaming lights of joy, ringing bells of hope. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy
1: Spirit, Amen.